Hey there, and welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Dr. Julie Fouché, family physician and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here is your bonus weekly CrossFit health tip, which was originally published on CrossFit.com. Enjoy. Julie, thanks for being here for this (laughs) week's health tip. Um, You're in the hot seat today because we're talking about primary care, and you are a primary care practitioner. So let's start with um, what is primary care and why did you choose it as a practice? It's a great question. So the ideal definition of primary care is really what got me interested. Um, I remember being in med school and going to the American Academy of Family Physicians website and reading what a family doctor was and thinking that's what I want to do. It's really being able to be there for someone, have a long-term relationship with them, and be there for them throughout their life cycle and be able to be there when they have acute issues, when they get a sore throat or a rash, to be there to care for their chronic conditions and also to really help them focus on prevention and becoming as healthy as they can possibly be. And how has that worked out for you? <laughs> well, in practice, it's a little different than it that definition. sounds diametrically opposed to my experience <laughs> with primary care. Yes, that was a little idealistic. Uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be in the conventional system. And so what, um, what, what does primary care look like? What's the state of it today? Right, so right now, a lot of it's driven by our insurance system. So with our insurance system, primary care doctors are reimbursed based on how many patients they see every day. So it really incentivizes them to see more patients in less amount of time. So the average primary care visit is less than 20 minutes. And because of all the documentation that is required as well, a lot of that time, usually the doctor's spending typing on the computer while they're seeing a patient, which isn't fun for anybody. Yeah, and how, uh, how's that? How's that treating the patients and the physicians? Because it feels to me like if one of the main um, determinants of health is the connections we make with people, it's kind of ironic that the connection part of medicine is kind of taken out of the practice, which certainly has been my experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, doctors aren't happy with it and patients aren't happy with it either. So almost half of primary care doctors are reporting feeling burned out. And that's something I definitely have seen even in my colleagues a year or two out of residency they're already burned out. They're already looking for other options because the system is just so hard and doesn't allow them to really practice and care for people the way that they want to. Uh, patients aren't happy either. So the average net promoter score for primary care, which maybe you can explain better what that is, but it's negative 1.21, which is really bad. <laughs> and that's basically how likely are you to recommend someone or are you to recommend against them? So a negative score means more people would recommend against than right. recommend for. Right. That's really bad. It's really bad. And what it's done is it's really forced or it's resulted in the the healthcare being very reactive. So we've seen as appointment times have gone down, prescription prescribing has gone up, and also it really incentivizes doctors to just give a quick fix instead of really looking for the root cause of a patient's symptoms. Yeah. It seems to me too, my primary care doctors didn't know as much as I wanted them to know about things like sleep and stress and nutrition and exercise. So maybe in that model, they also just have less time to get educated on things if it's not coming from the pharma reps or the device reps or whatever. Yeah, well, we definitely don't get much education on that in med school. And then just because of, like I mentioned, the schedule, there's not a lot of time for them to keep up on research or or practice because they're so busy seeing patients and, and so burned out. So in this sea of mediocrity and dissatisfaction on both sides, there's an emerging uh, trend towards direct primary care, which is like a, seems to me like a point of light for the future. Can you 
talk a little bit about that and why you decided to move in that area yourself with your practice. Yeah, that's exactly what I felt like when I heard about it when I was in residency. I thought, oh, this is definitely a point of light for the future. Uh, so it's a model for primary care that's gained a lot of traction over the last few years. It's actually grown direct primary care practices have grown about 400% in the last few years. So there are more doctors going into this model and more patients that are interested. But what it is, is essentially a direct relationship between the doctor and patient, where the patient pays the doctor a regular membership fee for all of their primary care. And insurance is not involved at all. So that allows us to not worry about all those misaligned incentives when working in an insurance system. So my experience with direct primary care, and I've been, uh, I've been a patient of direct primary care probably for five years now, is that I typically can get a call back the same day or the next day. Is that, is that typical or is that unusual? It's really typical. So in this model, doctors have a much smaller panel of patients that they're responsible for. So they might care for 500 to 800 patients versus over 2,000 in a conventional system. And you have this personal relationship. So you can spend a lot more time with your doctor. You get to know them. Um, they get to know your family, your lifestyle, your preferences, and can really personalize your care so that when you get to, when you need something, you can get a hold of them and get an answer instead of waiting on hold with a call center and maybe get an appointment a couple weeks from now. And then you also, I think you can also spend more time on prevention, thinking about longevity, that kind of stuff. We're hearing more, and this is something I haven't experienced as much yet with my primary care uh, doctors, at least until the last year. We're hearing more and more about like personalized medicine and that being a big trend with direct primary care leading. What, is, what does that mean when we talk about precision medicine and personalized medicine and all that? Yeah, so direct primary care is really well suited for it. A precision medicine or personalized medicine is really about taking into account a patient's unique lifestyle, their preferences, their genetics, their environment, all into the picture of what is the best care for them and how to help them be as healthy as possible. And what do you see as the, what are the biggest trends that we'll see uh, in that area in the next year? I think we're gonna see a big focus on it. I think that direct primary care is a model that allows that type of care to happen. It allows time to have those conversations with patients and to really um, dig into what's gonna be most helpful for them and getting to the root cause of their symptoms. So I'm excited. That's why I went into direct primary care and I'm excited to see where it goes. Cool, well thanks for uh, spending time and talking about primary care. Thank this you. Cool. <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in to this health tip. To learn more about CrossFit Health and how to get involved as a healthcare provider or a patient, visit health.crossfit.com. Again, that's health.crossfit.com.